Welcome to episode 23 here of Drew's College Athlete Spotlight on this Tuesday night. Myself, Drew Skyberg, joined alongside Nate, Nate Griepentrog here, a Division I athlete from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee in the field of cross-country and track and field. And Nate, how are you doing on this Tuesday night? Doing good. Been pretty busy. Just got done doing some cookie decorating, um, so that was fun. <laughs> You got that done? Was it with the team or? Yeah, it was with our Bible study group. So we had a Christmas party for like the last week. So that was that was fun. Made some nice designs. Made some of my roommates with Gingerbread Men. So it was fun. Exciting stuff there. Um, yeah, I mean, let's get right into this here. We're going to start, of course, how we always do. We'll start, you know, back home, right? You're from Valders. We'll talk kind of, you know, about how you got into cross country and, you know, with that track. So. I guess, when did you start for, when did you first start running? You know, how did that come about? Yeah. So, I mean, my parents are pretty active people. Um, my mom and my dad were always running like growing up and I did a couple of races with my mom growing up, like five K's. We did a duathlon every now and then, but in middle school, I kind of just was still in football, but I joined track in seventh grade, had a lot of fun doing track was always like, decently good at it so I liked running but I was still in football and then eighth grade came along and a guy named Josiah Welch joined the track team and him and Josh even really just like convinced me to go out for cross country my freshman year instead of doing football and considering I was like 5'2 at the time it made a lot more sense to run cross country instead of play football and then so joined cross country freshman year. Um, so really just like, I didn't really run a whole lot outside of track season. Mostly, you know, I did coach craze workouts, whatever he had prescribed for us in middle school track, but then I didn't start, you know, really taking running super seriously until my freshman year of high school and joined cross country and then started running with coach D's workout plan. And then the uh, guys on the team at that time, like Trevor, Casey, Cody, and Joe DeMeyer were kind of the upperclassmen. So they helped me transition more into running instead of playing football. So I, I, I guess, I mean, that, that was a lot, right? I mean, you talked about the, the story with football. Um, I'm wondering right in fifth grade, was there any thought in your mind? Like, were, were you just like, I'm doing football? Was there any, even any thought about cross country? In fifth grade? Absolutely not. In, in fifth no. okay <laughs> it, it was just like it was i'm doing football right and then as as you mentioned the, the years went on you slowly kind of it seemed ended up there in cross country and i guess like in track were you and i in even in seventh grade right when you first joined were you doing um like 800 meter i mean I guess how how far were you running yeah most of the time in seventh grade i was doing the 800 meter um i i did the mile every now and then but my bread and butter event was always the 800. Um, I was pretty good at it. So usually you just do things that you, you know you like to do. So I just stuck with the 800. But then in eighth grade, when Josiah joined, then I started to run the mile a little bit more. I guess, yeah, even right talking about the 800 meter. Um, was there a reason? I mean, that, that was the event we'll talk right in high school. You know, why not the 400? Why not the 600? Like, like, was the 800 just like, the perfect medium, I guess I'm, I was always wondering, you know, why the 800? Yeah. I mean, I really like the 800. I think it's one of the 
most gutsiest races you can run on the track. Takes a lot of heart to run an 800. Um, you know, I, I like running the mile. I do like it, but it's just something about the 800 where it's just like pure all out effort for, you know, at the time in middle school, I was running like 215, 220, but now, you know, under two minutes. But I just always like the fact that it's a long race where you can be sort of tactical, but not really. You kind of just have to give it all out effort the entire time. And there's like, there's no way of going around it. You just kind of got to go out there and get after it. So I, I kind of like that full sense type of effort. It's kind of like you mentioned, I mean, running a hard before it, it's a sprint, but not a sprint. It's something where you gotta, you know, you can't necessarily sprint the whole way, but like, it, it feels like you, you could, but you can't. Right. I mean, um, in, in kind of that aspect, but you know, w- with the 800, um, talking about it, even into high school, like tra- like transitioning there, because we we got two sports to talk about, just how it works. And now, of course, college, right? You got indoor, outdoor track, and cross country. They just throw it all at us. But um, going, you know, with with kind of on like, we'll go back to cross country though. But like in high school, you know, you met you joined cross country your freshman year. I guess how long did it take you to get like adjust to that? Because again, you were running like you mentioned eight hundred meters. I mean, how, how long did it take to get adjusted to that full race? Yeah, I, I mean, like, freshman year, I came in with a lot of, like, high goals and aspirations, and I was doing pretty good. Like, but ha- like halfway through, like, freshman year, I kind of just hit, like, a point where my body was just, like, exhausted, and it was kind of rough uh, finishing out the rest of freshman year. Um, but, you know, after that you know i learned from it learned that you know you have to do some more miles in the summer slowly build up your miles and just not go into the first season without like you know not having trained a lot because you know getting thrown in those workouts right away freshman year at first it was fine because you know my body was pretty fresh but i didn't have that like base mileage built up or like the years of running experience that i could make it throughout the whole season but you know as the years went on just kept getting better and maybe we should throw this in here, but right. You were playing basketball at the time as well. So I, I guess my question also goes from, right. You you mentioned freshman year kind of feeling exhausted, right? I mean, the season ends, you got basketball practice starting up. So I, I guess, how is that, you know, um, having basketball as a winter sport pairing alongside cross country and track, was that something you felt, you know, helped you out those years in high school? Yeah, <laughs> it was actually pretty fun. Um, I had a pregame ritual my freshman and sophomore year before every basketball game, I would run a 5k. Um, and then my junior year, I upped it to a 10k. So before every game, (laughs) um, I would run a a 5k or a 10k. And then mostly throughout the week, I would, uh, I would usually hit around like 20 to 30 miles. Most of the time I, I tried to balance it good with basketball I spent a lot of time running on the treadmill after practice in the dark, um, or I used my dad's headlamp running outside. So it was a lot of cold winter nights running outside or on the treadmill throughout basketball season. But I felt like that was just putting my body through a big stress. So that by the time the season came and all I had to do was run instead of play basketball and run, I felt like once I started hitting those workouts that I was in pretty good shape. So I feel like, especially with like my fast switch muscles, cause you know, in basketball, you're cutting, jumping, 
I think it really helped out my leg speed for track. That's often what I, I feel I hear from. I mean, like Hunter Kreplin being on here before um, talks, right? I mean, with like the fast switch movement as well with that. Um, we're going to get back to your, your the mileage here, but uh, we have a question from Clay Taylor, who was recently on the show. He wants to know creamier, crunchy peanut butter. I, I figure there's something going on, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you take over here for the answer. <laughs> My dearest friend, Clay, <laughs> I am a creamy peanut butter kind of guy. One of my favorite snacks is creamy peanut butter with apple slices. So nice. And I'll be, I was always a creamy peanut butter guy, but like two years ago, I don't don't know what happened. I, I've kind of changed teams. I really have. I I kind of (laughs) moved over. Um, There's like a honey crunchy peanut butter uh, Kroger brand that I think is absolutely fantastic. Um, So, you know, I I think I've kind of switched teams to that one. There's also a creamy one of it, but I think the crunchy one is just, you know, Head and shoulders better, but okay. Enough about peanut butter. We'll go back here talking, right? I mean, the mileage. Uh, I guess how you mentioned you were in that 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 10k at the time your junior year it was because um, with that, you know how how like often before like I mean every game you said, but like how long before? Like um, usually I would go like after like school, so pretty much like 3:30 I would go. So. On varsity, my junior year, I was on varsity, so my game wasn't until like seven o'clock most of the time. So usually my pregame routine, you know, I'd run ten k, which is about six point two miles. Go to the the subway in Valders, get a foot long from there, uh, eat my sub, hang out in the locker room, watch the JV game, and then head out for varsity warmups. But my JV and freshman year, my games were at you know like five o'clock. I'd still get the run in at three thirty, but it was only three miles, so it was a little bit more manageable. Were you feeling like fatigued during the game? I guess I actually didn't know this story. I'm a little like I'm just thinking now. You ran six point two miles before a varsity game is junior year. Wow. Before before every single basketball. Yeah. yeah. Um the only the only game that I was ever tired in in my entire basketball career was my junior year on varsity. Um, when we played Roncalli at home and my sophomore year, I guess, too, because Roncalli plays full court press the whole game. So, you know, you're constantly running up and down the court trying to break the press. Plus, when in my sophomore year, we were also playing full court press with Jerry Bodart as a coach. So that that game involved a lot of running. Um, so every time we would play Roncalli, it would be the closest I'd ever come to being fatigued in a basketball game sure <laughs> but, yeah. yeah that makes sense I, I, okay i got one more question with this is you know what do you have to get on the bus where, where were you running these right i mean if you guys had to travel bus left early where were you running it uh it was it was always in the town of alders so usually we have you a were class able to... yeah called roselawn route or we did evenson loop that's usually a close to 10k so that's usually Good on, on good old streets of Valders. That's where it got done. So you were able to get it done before the bus. Impressive stuff there. Um, <laughs> also with training, I, I want to go to that, right? Um, so kind of the story. You're you're in this. The, you were in the time right when COVID was senior year, which I, I always like to touch on with athletes. I mean, we, we kind of hear hear about your training right now, or not right now, but like in high school, freshman through junior year. But COVID hit senior year. I'm wondering. With that, you know, how did that affect your training? Was that something you were able to use to right, improve upon? Or how did that go about? 
Yeah. So actually during that time, I was probably in like one of the best shapes of my life at that time. Like, um, I would run every day at one o'clock. Well, since it was like, you know, we got to sleep in a little bit. So I'd wake up around nine 30 instead of the usual, you know, six 40 for school. So I'd wake up about nine 30, eat a bowl of mini wheats. And then at one o'clock me, my brother, Shane and Trevor would meet and we would run every day in Valder's at my house or at Trevor's house at one o'clock. And then twice a week we would do workouts and then we'd long run on the weekends. Um, and then I did a couple time trials in there. I ran like a 428. Well, I ran a 434 mile, a 428 mile. And then I also time trialed at 800 at like the end of May and ran like a 156. So I was, was really good for me at the time. It was my PR. So I was like really happy about that. Like COVID was a really good time for me training wise because it was one of the few things that I actually looked forward to in the day because I didn't do a whole lot. Otherwise, right, we'll talk. And we've talked right with with COVID with with wrestlers or even with other athletes where strength training's involved or like more strength training, right? And they they often have it was a time of struggle and it, right for cross country for a sport where you know you were able to take advantage almost of that that downtime. Um, and I also want to touch on, you mentioned, right? Trevor Wenzel, Shane Griepentrog, yourself, all three division one at running at the division one level right now. So yeah, kudos to all three of you guys, right? The, that time, that dedication put in, but on the college side, so we're going to kind of transition here. I'm wondering more about the recruiting process. So, um, can you walk me through that? Was that something already going through your junior year? Was that something, you know, at track, we didn't even talk about it yet. 800 meter, right? State, state champ, your junior year, I guess, was that something? You know, how did that go about? Yeah, so uh, basically a lot of it happened my junior year of track because junior year of track, I was doing, I had a pretty decent sophomore year. I got fifth at state. So I got a couple of like interest letters from coaches, but like you can't have direct contact with coaches for cross country recruiting until your junior year. So I, you know, I got a couple like invites for like camps and stuff from colleges or like coaches would reach out and be like, Hey, we might want to talk to you when more about recruiting when you become a junior, but here's some information about our school. Um, but yeah, then after junior year track season is when more coaches started talking to me about like college visits, getting on campus for like a official visit overnight to meet the team and talk with the coaches. Um, so I went on a visit to UW lacrosse, I believe in like December or February. I can't remember exactly, but at the time I wanted to go to PT school to become a physical therapist. Um, so like lacrosse has a pretty good program for that. And when I visited there, I, you know, I kind of thought that's where I wanted to go. Plus state track was always there. So, you know, I was pretty familiar with the lacrosse area. But when I visited there, I just like didn't really like it a whole lot. It was like four and a half hours away, which wasn't like a super big deal. But like if it's if something's four and a half hours away, it's really got to be, you know, worth going there for. Um, so I just didn't think it was the place exactly right for me. Plus, I kind of was considering engineering and lacrosse doesn't have anything for engineering. So if I wanted to switch my major the other major I wanted to do, they did not have that there. So that was kind of another deciding factor. Um, 
And then there's another school in North Dakota that reached out and I went to go visit there, um, which that one was, you know, two and a half hour, two hour plane ride away. Um, and that was kind of the same thing. Um, they didn't really have all the majors that I wanted. They had some nice facilities, but it, it also just wasn't like the college um, campus or environment that I was looking for. So then um, took a visit to Milwaukee. And after I visited there, like they had both programs for pre-PT and engineering. It's pretty close to home. Um, a really good engineering program with a good research school. Um, and Trevor went there. So that helped a lot. He was able to, you know, kind of help me get a better visit than I had at the other places. And I felt I really fit in with the people on the team at the time. Like they kind of just accepted me like right away when I came on a visit. So it was, it was kind of nice. It was like, as soon as I went there, I was like, yeah, this, there's a pretty good chance that I'm going to go here. I just really, as soon as I went there, I was like, this seems like a good fit for me. Yeah. W would you say, um, you know, with Milwaukee or with Milwaukee, like were your intentions, were you looking track first or like, were you looking like cross country first or were you looking at both? Uh, I was like, you know, I, I'm more of a track runner, but I still like running cross country. I enjoy doing the cross country workouts. I enjoy the grind of a cross country race. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Every time after I run an 8k at college, it, I hate it, but I still love it at the same time. So I was really looking for a place where I could do both cross country and track. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, that was a thing too. Was there any other offers that you, um, that you got that you didn't mention? Was there any other schools? Um, I got an offer. Like I was going to go on a visit to Minnesota state Mankato. Um, I mean, I got a, couple offers from other schools but besides minnesota mankato there's the other offers that i got i wasn't really like super interested in going there so and, and milwaukee they they invite you right you mentioned like to a tour right or would they have an offer then because i mean that being horizon league right to step up from some of those other yeah there. so on like on the official visit you you know you hang out with the team usually i think there's a there's a team relay like race that was going on that day. So I got to see that. And then we went out for supper, kind of just hung out at the guy's house. I think they're, I can't remember exactly what we did. I think we might've watched a movie. Memories. Yeah. <laughs> Something it was, I was also on a visit with another recruit. So we played a two V two basketball game. So that was pretty fun. Um, and then the next day we went out for breakfast and then like kind of had a sit down talk with the coach where, you know, he kind of says, you know, we're interested in you. Here's the offer we want to give you. Like, let me know in the next couple of weeks what you think. So awesome. Yeah. So that's a story. You end up then here at the university of Wisconsin, Milwaukee, where I am as well. And I'm wondering, you mentioned the training. I mean, or you mentioned right. The adjustment there from the five, you mentioned the eight K. Um, I'm wondering here, um, the, your first time, right. Running that AK, um, I guess I want to kind of hear how you felt. <laughs> <laughs> so the first eight K I read, <laughs> well, I think, I believe it was at Parkside, UW Parkside and the Parkside course is not a forgiving course. It has lots of rolling Hills 
and sometimes in the back of the woods where there's no one watching, no one cheering, the footing's a little wonky, and there's just a lot of up and down hills. And I finished, like, I came through 5K, and I, like, pretty much ran my PR, what it was in high school. I'm like, I have almost two more miles to run. And I was, I was like already done with the race at 5k mentally and physically checked out. And by the time that I finished, I was like, I never want to do this again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's often the, uh, the, what what I hear, right. When I ask about the adjustment, we had a lot of cross country runners here on the show and yeah, it's not, it's not fun. I mean, they mentioned, um, I I've even heard right from some, you know, it takes almost right half the season to get adjusted. I mean, how, what was your adjustment? Like, I I mean, obviously that first one wasn't fun. Did you feel, um, when did you start feeling it was clicking? Um, honestly, probably not until this year, my junior year of cross country, I had a really, really good summer of training. I was running about 75 miles a week. I was hitting workouts that, and hitting splits of my workouts that I've never touched before. And I was just feeling like strong. And in my races that I did race this season, I actually felt like I was able to control myself during the race and make moves in the race instead of just hanging on for survival. I actually felt, you know, in, in control of myself and able to pick places where I want to push harder and like make moves on people at certain points in the race and have, you know, goals for each split during the race instead of just kind of going out there and running. So this year was definitely a big uh, step for me in figuring yeah, and figuring out. I, the Green Bay Phoenix Open, I see September 9th, right? I mean, that was an AK. You, you took sixth in that one. And, you know, that was one of them where you could say, you know, you could see the adjustment right clicking in there. Um, but, I mean, for track, it seems – did have you felt like, for the most part, right, the 800 – the 800 in, in high school or 800 in college. I mean, it's the same distance, right? So um, what I'm saying is, you know, that, how was the adjustment for that? Was it, was that one must've clicked faster is what I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, in high school, you know, at, at a lot of the track meets that I would race at, there was not a whole lot of competition in high school. So it was like a lot of the competition happened towards the end of the season, you know, right? Like, regional sectionals and state was like the three big races of the year like sure every now and then we i'd have some competition to run against at some of the meets but it wasn't you know every meet i was like getting fifth or something like that it would be like you know at the state meet my sophomore year i got fifth but then or like junior year i got first but you know there's people within two seconds of me that there's 10 people there and like in college it's just you know, it's tough to win races in college. Like every time you step on the track, you know that the six or seven, maybe 10 people lined up next to you are just as good as you, if not better. And everyone's going to finish within one to two seconds of each other. It's just like a different experience doing that every time instead of just the last two weeks of the season. It's a lot it's a lot different, but it's a lot more fun because it's it's always nice to run in a, in a big group and have to be a little bit more tactical in your races and have to pick your places to make moves. And you and you saved. I mean, talking about right your eight hundred meter here in, in track, you saved your best race. You know, for last there last year in the Horizon League Championships, we got right your season best time there. 
11th is what it was for conference at that the Horizon League Championships, right? So I guess going off that, you know, did you feel that was a good building block, right, for the offseason, getting ready here for, I mean, track season starting up, if not already, you know, starting up, wasn't there a meet a few days ago already? Yeah, um, but none of the distance people ran at that. But our, so the distance group is going to open with our first meet on January 15th, I believe, 14th. Yeah, 14th, January 14th. Um, we're going to be down in Chicago um racing there so that'll be a good opener for me we just started working out uh, on the track two weeks ago and the these first two weeks of workouts have gone very well for the first better than the first two weeks of workouts have ever gone so i'm feeling pretty confident and getting ready for a good season i i'm really excited about our indoor schedule um we get to go to minnesota so i get to pay my brother a little visit yeah at that will be very exciting. Um, I'm going to get to race his roommate, hopefully, there. So that will be – That's I'm really, really looking forward to that one. Um, and then our GVSU meet, um, February 11th, is a really, really big meet with a lot of really good competition. So that will be another chance for me to get another big mark before going into the conference meet. Got big goals for the conference meet this year. So – see see how they play out i got um the first january 14th the midwest invite at madison is what i got for um the first meet i don't know if that's yeah i, I don't i don't see chicago or i mean chicago was the one december 9th but um yeah, you mentioned that minnesota one january 27th 28th you'll see shane Griepen's truck or you'll see um you know nate Daniel. there and you'll be able to see his you'll be able to see your brother and um on top of you like you mentioned Hopefully you can race his roommate. Uh, yeah, they got to meet at lacrosse. So you got to go back over there. February 4th is um, that I, one. Actually, I'm not. I'm taking the, the week. So I'm going to race three weeks in a row. So the meet you mentioned that says Madison on the schedule. Madison's hosting the meet, but they're hosting it in Chicago. because It's just Madison, Madison here too. What are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah fix but, the page. I know. Um, Madison's indoor track is not like super great. So they're hosting the meet at a nicer track in Chicago. Um, so I'll be racing that. And then the week after that, we're hosting our meet at Milwaukee. Um, and I'll be running that and then racing in Minnesota. So I'll be racing three weeks in a row. And then I'm going to take a week off from racing to hit some bigger workouts before the GVSU meet, which is one of the bigger meets of the season. And then after that, we'll take another week off before the conference meet since conference meet is the meet for indoor. So I won't probably won't. Wayne, Indiana is where you'll find that conference meet the 25th and 26th is what I got here. And um, uh, for when you mentioned you're going to go, you're going to hit that heavy training. Are you going to end up staying with the team then that week? Or are you going to be heading back in the Milwaukee area? How's that work? Um, so we, my last final is December 22nd. So I'm going to stay here until then go home for, like 10 11 days and then we actually have to be back on campus january 2nd all the track athletes do and then we have mandatory practice um the first monday i I think that's january 2nd we have mandatory practice so the christmas break is is not uh short for you yeah three weeks like (laughs) because you mentioned you're not doing the lacrosse one though you're gonna be after the january 28th are you just gonna stay with the team though between 28th and 
the fourth and yeah yeah gotcha and yeah then the indoor championship for ncaa there it's in albuquerque new mexico this year is where you'll find the indoors but then i I mean as we, i mentioned at the start of the episode there's another season on top of that we have outdoor season it's just it, it they just add more and more there um you guys gotta go to rally uh, north carolina there it's a three-day meet i mean a lot more traveling involved right to say the least in outdoor season it seems yeah um <laughs> yeah, our outdoor, our outdoor schedule is kind of all over the place, but we go to Illinois um, twice, I believe. But the North Carolina meet is a, a really good meet. That's where Trevor Wenzel actually broke the 5K school record last year. So it's a good Good meet. things happen there. Yeah, good good things happen in Raleigh. Um, so other than um, the conference one, do you have any other ones circled there that you're like, I'm looking forward to this one? Um, the Illinois meet, um, Invitational was a really good race for me last year and it's kind of the the second illinois meet it's a good spot in the season for me to hit a good time and like have some confidence going into conference uh their track i mean they're a big 10 school and they just got a brand new track and their track is super super nice um and it was a really nice day out there last year so i'm really looking forward that one's kind of a meet where I'm looking to hit uh, a big mark for the outdoor season, but I haven't, I haven't done a whole lot of looking at the outdoor season just quite yet. I've just been kind of focusing on the right. or season for at, at this point, but we'll eventually we'll take a look at it a little more in depth. Sure. Right. Conference then May 5th through 7th Youngstown, Ohio's location. And then the NCAA West preliminary rounds. Those are in Sacramento and the national championship is in Austin. Just wanted to throw those in there. And I guess here before we wrap up, um, I, I can't forget about the academics, right? We got to touch on a little bit here. Um, I'm wondering more. You mentioned biomedical engineering, correct? That's going to be that that's the major. Correct. Yep. So would you say, you know, career goal wise, what do you see yourself doing then, you know, in five years with that or even, you know, when you graduate next year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I am graduating next year. I also started a minor in computer science, so I'll be graduating with that as well. Um, but yeah, I, as of right now, I'm planning to apply for a master's in electrical and computer engineering or a master's in biomedical engineering. Um, so this kind of winter break and this summer, I'm going to be looking at some colleges that I would like to apply to for my master's degree um, in engineering and kind of make a decision about that. So, Would you be interested in running then at that level again? Um, I actually plan on doing Ironmans after I graduate. So, okay. So um, once you graduate, because I mean, you have another year of eligibility left, correct? Yeah. I mean, it depends where I go. Like if I go somewhere, like I think I could, compete on the team i may consider it it, it kind of just depends on what schools i end up considering and where i go but i'm kind of just looking forward to being able to do some like road races i've always been interested in running marathons half marathons and doing some ironman stuff triathlons so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens i'm not totally I, I have to do some thinking about my future running plans and kind of school plans but i have a little bit of time left, just kind of get through the semester and then going to look into that kind of the summer. 
You're exactly right here. You got some time left. And uh, with that, um, Nate, I want to thank you for coming on, and I want to wish you the best here athletically and ac- academically here. Uh, you got that indoor season coming up. You're going to do great things in that, and that 800. And then you got the outdoor coming up too. So best of luck with that. And, again, thank you for coming on today. Yeah, no problem. Hope to see you uh, January 21st at the Tyranny Invite. It's in Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see. We don't get back. We don't start school till that Monday. So, you know, could happen. You never know. <laughs> but you have the – there's also a Panther tune-up February 18th. On a Saturday, so that, that might be a more you know likely option, but yeah. we'll we'll wait and see on that. And again, I thank you for coming on here, and Man, that'll wrap you. it up here for Nate Griepenshug and myself, Drew Skyberg, on this Tuesday night. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.